Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is Is This Real Podcast for episode two in general, three overall. Um, Our first, again, our first episode was very bad because of audio reasons, but uh, the second episode is up, and we're recording our third episode, and this episode, we're going to start off with something we promised you guys about last week. Um... Just touch a little bit on the Black Lives Matter movement. But at the same time, this episode is going to be strictly about the uh, a couple haunted places in uh, New Jersey. Right, Dad? Our home state, yes. New Jersey. The Garden State. The Garden State. Not many gardens around. But you know what? If you're growing some smokestacks, it's a fucking great place. But that's the way it is. Oh, yeah. Um, but we're definitely going to be... Uh, this episode is like near and dear to our hearts because you know we're both avid uh, ghost story fans, ghost hunting fans, you name it. And ghost, we did it. Just general weirdness, yeah. weird stuff that's out there that you know may or may not may even may not be. We don't know. We're just gonna just do our best to try to bring some of it to you. And you know, you make up your own mind. If you live in New Jersey, you'll know what I'm talking about because. You know, New Jersey got a special feel to it. We just do. It's just if you're either from Jersey or you're not. So. Yeah. Um, but like I said, to start off, we're going to touch on the, the, the little bit of the Black Lives Matter movement you promised to people last week. Yeah. I just want to run over some things that I saw, you know, that were brought to my attention. Um, they, they, most of the money that Black Lives Matter gets taken, you know, they, they, they drum up a lot of money. All the donations are going to a company called Act Blue. Act Blue gives a donates most of the money other than their own, you know, uh, the money they need to operate. They give it to all these um, charities, basically. I want a better better word for it. I don't know, but the, they're giving it to all the all, um, left-wing groups. So when, you do, when you're giving money to Black Lives Matter, you're not giving it to Black Lives Matter. You're giving it to Act Blue, then goes around and gives it to Bernie Sanders, and then goes around and gives it to Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren. And uh, just go on actblue.com and go down in, in the page, and there's one page there where it tells you where all the money's going to. So just remember, folks, if you want to donate to Black Lives Matter because you think that that cause is going to be like, a, you know, the one that's going to set the black man free, if that's what that's all about, I don't know. But if that's what you're giving it for, giving it to, it's not going there. This is a front for the Democratic Party. That's all there is. And again, actblue.com. Go down to the one page that the, it, it tells you all about it, and then make up your own mind. And see if you still want to give them money, if you're giving them money or not. But we'll touch more on that later on, another episode down the road. But right now, I want to get back to this 
haunted stuff and, and weirdness in New Jersey. Um, you know, ever since the, the, the book Weird New Jersey came out, it really it brought out in New Jersey all the weird stuff that we got around here. And we and, have some weird shit. And we got some weird, weird, weird shit. I mean, you know, just in Patterson alone, I mean, we have uh, at the supposedly at the bottom of the Great Falls, they somebody years ago took a uh, fire truck and dumped it in the in the in the chasm. Oh, I heard about that story. And it's buried down there, you know, and uh, and there's all kinds of caverns down there. Now, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. No one has. It's it's, it's legendary yeah, at this no point. Point So no one really knows, and uh, it's just it's one of those things. And if it, if it is true, it, it's remarkable because you know just uh, like like all all the different caves that are down there. They wanted to put a restaurant down there. I don't know who would go eat at the bottom of the falls, but that's what they wanted to do. And and that's just very, very weird stuff. And that's just one of the things we got around here. Uh, what do you want to start with today, Joe? You want to start? Well, with- we'll start off with the the, the 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 most known one. I mean, uh, Clinton Road is most known, but I want to I want to get I want to have Clinton Road for last. Okay. Because you know we could spend a whole freaking episode on Clinton Road. Yeah, that's a weird. And place. I, look, I have. You hear that? That's basically a whole booklet. That show prep is what that is. That's a whole booklet on on Clinton Road, and I mean two two pages are about the next, uh, you know, this first place that we're going to talk about, but the rest of it is just all Clinton Road, and it's going to be, it's going to be. It, 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 hey, I have water. That's all I'm going to say about how much Clinton Road is going to be. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll start off with uh, Dave Mansion. Okay. The big, great day mansion. Um, it was built in the 1700s, and it was the uh, the headquarters for George Washington during the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, there has been a lot of ghost sightings there. Not of George Washington himself. I mean, that would be fucking amazing if it was, but... George Washington. I don't think George once it comes back, comes back. You know, he might just cut get cut down. They might take him off or something. We don't want that to happen. Not the episode we're talking about. (laughs) Stick to the subject matter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, there's been there's been a couple uh, sightings at Day Mansion. What did they see? Um, just uh, hold on, I'm reading it right now. Um, it was considered to be haunted. There was no evidence in the pictures taken, but our tour guide shared stories. Uh, felt by herself and other visitors throughout the years. One man felt welcomed in the first few rooms, but had to turn away with uneasy feeling as he soon went to explore the conference room. Um, a warm breeze coming to encompass her around her shoulders as if she was greeted warmly by an old friend. Uh, so general uneasiness and um, a weird like uh, uh, smells weird um like uh breezes just you know just you know it's not really like you know they see apparitions i know there was one um one case that somebody saw somebody through the window like the top i don't know if you ever saw the front of the day mansion yeah been there many times yeah top the top left window they saw somebody staring back at them as they were driving by but again it's owned by the county you know you don't know who's actually in there at any time right but uh, you know, it's just—I've been there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been inside. Have you been inside? I've been inside twice. Yeah. I, I don't know. Have you ever felt uneasy? 
Well, to be honest with you, the first time I was there, I was in third grade. So we were just happy to get out of school, you know, to go there. And we were you know, we, back in 19, like 30. Yeah, right, something. right. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, anyway, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of old stuff there. I mean, like you said, 1700s, you're going to have, the one thing I do remember about that place is when they had a little bucket and it was a butter churner and they told us this is where they made their own butter. And I'm, I turned around to my teacher and I'm like, why would they make their own butter? Couldn't they just go to the, you know, to the supermarket and get their butter? That's how innocent, you know, back in the day. But a lot of the stuff there, I can understand if people have seen it or been in I've never, I, two times, one time I was in it as a teenager and it, it didn't bother me. There was nothing that I felt uneasy. It was, it was kind of like going to um, uh, what's the castle on the top of the hill there? Oh, Lam- Lambert. Lambert's Castle. That's also owned by the county for sake, and it, it had that same vibe to it. You know, it's a museum. Um, there's old stuff here, but I never felt uneasy. Um, however, standing outside the building, now maybe it's just your mind playing tricks on you, because it, it's the front of the building is surrounded by windows. It's got it must have like 12 windows in the front of the building. And yeah, you, I can understand. It's actually 10 windows. I'm looking at a picture now. There's an uneasy feeling there. And I remember a couple of years ago, we went, you, me, Ryan, we, we you know. Um, um, yeah, the cousins. Cousin. We went, we went to do a little ghost hunting. We couldn't get into the property, but we figured, let's just check it out. And, you know, maybe we were just hoping something was going to happen. I don't know. But there was an, uh, an uneasy, creepy vibe about being on the outside. Now, I know that sounds strange. You know, you go inside, it doesn't seem weird, but outside does. You know why? Because if you ever saw this building, it it looks creepy. It has. It's not that it looks creepy. It's old. Mm-hmm. It's that old out of place building there's no other buildings around it it's it's surrounded by a fucking golf course well it's a federal style building if people know what that is that's that's the that's the architecture of that building it's yeah. called the federal style but so it, it's surrounded by a golf course it's not surround it doesn't have any other buildings around it it's just weird looking yeah it's in the middle of nowhere and, and, and it's and it and it's made you know it's beaten down not that it's beaten down it's not like it's falling apart but right. you know it's old brick it's just an old building. I think that's one of the reasons. Like again, I've never personally like. There's nothing that has been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Like there is no pictures or audio tapes within this building that have confirmed it to be haunted. Yeah, I don't think anybody's done a good ghost hunting there at all. You know, I would love to sure. if if somebody like if somebody like if you're listening to this and you want us to you know go ghost hunting for you, we would. Yeah. Like I would gladly ghost hunt in Dave Mansion, um, but yeah, there's nothing like the very short articles online about what's been inside. Like, mm-hmm. just it's more of just people, um, you know, have their feelings. Right. I, again, I, we can't say one way or another it's haunted or it's not. No one really knows for sure. But it does. It does. You know, from the outside, anyway. It gives you a very creepy vibe. It really does. It's like, who's looking at me through these windows? I need to know. And, you know, there's a couple of times when we were standing there with our cameras, we, we thought we saw something move and everything else. But, the, you know, later on, we look at the, look at the video and it was, it was all our imagination. It was nothing there. But I do, I do, you know, there are people, your uncle worked there yeah. for many years, had the key to the place. He, he, he could have went in there anytime he wanted, but he would never go in. And I used to talk to him. I said, well, why don't you, you know, why don't we just go up there? You can hang out or whatever. Because first of all, you can't go in the building after hours because they, they frown upon that because it is a museum. Mm-hmm. Okay. And secondly, he goes, I wouldn't be caught dead in that place. 
And I asked him why. He said, because there's just a creepy feeling about it. You know, you walk in sometimes, like you said, when he'll say, he said a couple of times he was standing there and all of a sudden out of nowhere came a breeze and he looked around and there were no windows are open, you know, and, and he's I don't like, even think you can lift the windows anymore. He, probably not. And, and he, he's like, well, I got to get out of here because he would go in there by himself. You know, he would, there, there were certain things he would have to do for the county to go in there. And I, I wouldn't go in there by myself. I can tell you that already because I know for a fact that that has a dirt basement in it. And there's no goddamn way on this planet or any other that I would be caught in that, that building alone, you know. And I'm not afraid of ghosts. I'm not. Well, what? It, but what's the significant the significance of the dirt basement? Well, it's just a creepy place for what's down there. No one knows what's down there. It's the fear of the unknown again. We don't know. And and then coupled with some stories that you're getting that like you know, with the wind and then somebody has creepy feelings because you know two two out of the five rooms in that building are fine. But then you go into another another room, and you're like, who's watching me? Mm. Somebody's looking at me. Now, it could be a residual haunting. We don't know. There's no proof. There's no nothing. But it's, it, you know, if you are in the area, say, County, in Wayne, New Jersey, uh, it's on Total Road, you, you go. If you're really interested in the old architecture and in, and you want to feel this for yourself, go. It's at 199 Total Road. And, uh, you know, let us in the comment section. Let us know if you were there. Did you find? Did you feel anything weird? Did they, did anything move? Did anything go out of place or something like that? Man, please let us know. It would be really interesting to 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 find out. So yeah, I mean, but that's up to you guys. You know, you got to you got to be the judgment of your own horror. Uh, what's up next, Joe? Um, I mean, it's 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 hard to talk about because it's just not one area, but the town of Cape May. Uh. We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory. And I'm Jess Dory. And we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John, John Adams? Adams. Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. Hold on, I had a moment. Cape May. Well, Go on. You, you, I, 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 this is, I got to run with this. I'm sorry. Run with it. Now, for anybody who knows me, knows me that I, I love my Jersey Shore. In particular, the places I love, Seaside Park in Jersey is... To me, that's that's my happy place. That's heaven on earth. I know more about Seaside Park than than I do about Patterson. I've lived here sixty years. Okay, I love you know Red Bank. I, I love anything to do. Lavalette is a beautiful town, you know. And, and I'm talking about oh, one of my favorite places, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook is an amazing park, you know, with Fort Monmouth that is also reported to be haunted. I was reading an article the other day about that. Um, we'll get into that later. The um, the Jersey Shore, because it's, it's it was founded so many years ago, you're going to find a lot of haunted stuff down there. Now, going south, the ultimate, ultimate Jesus Christ, the ultimate southern place on the on our in our New Jersey, sure. Cape May. There's nothing more. You all you got to do is just go into Cape May. As soon as you get across the, at the as end of Isaiah the Isaiah likes to say, the peen of New Jersey. The peen of New Jersey. <laughs> it is the architecture, 
it, it's got more buildings in there that are from the 1700s and 1800s. Congress Hall, which burned down and was rebuilt. It was a hotel. Then it was a, a meeting place. Now it's back to a hotel. Um, there's a ton of hotels down there. Not so much haunted. The haunted stuff starts in the homes. You have a lot of these uh, Victorian homes that are they're upkept because they have to. They're mandated that they have to keep them. At, you know, they got to preserve them. And there's a, there's a haunted tour you can take down there. There's um, haunted bed and breakfasts where lights are going out, covers are being pulled off of people. Um, you know, and and you got to think that because this town is so old, that somewhere along the line, these things are happening. You know, with so many people coming forward and saying, look. You know, I stayed at such and such a bed and breakfast and or the Hotel Macomber. You, you go there and, and you get a little ghost boy running around. You know, these are you know, more than one. Room 10. People love that place and they flock to it. Now, you're not always going to get something happening to you. You might wait up all night and nothing happens. But more than likely, these bed and breakfasts, these Victorian homes are haunted. They, they just, there's no way around it. There's too much activity there's too much reporting going on that they're not and not a lot of it's it's, it's not that it's mischievous and no one's being hurt these it could be residual hauntings which basically is they don't even know they're haunting it they're just it's the same do the same thing every day same thing every day it's like history repeating itself the ultimate groundhog's day and that's one of the um one of the things i love about cape may it, not only the history but the history of the stuff that goes on there. Well, I mean, it, it's an old, it's an old town. It was established in 1869, mm-hmm. so it's been around since the Revolutionary War. Right. No, sorry, wrong one. Uh, Civil War. Um, it, it's the town is beautiful. Oh yeah. Like, if you want a combination of old Victorian style houses, and like, just beautiful architecture, go to Cape May. And I think that's one of the reasons why it is so haunted is because of how old it is. Because most of the places we talk about, it's it's older place. You're not going to get something that was established a hundred years ago be haunted. Yeah, it, it's more of like again, these, again, but not like this. Yeah, it, it's it's more of these two, three hundred year old um, places that that always have the most haunted, you know. Areas in their town. Yeah, um, see a lot of a lot of stuff's gone down on down there. You know, you know I'm I'm reading a list right now. The Inn of Cape May, uh, the Emlyn uh, Physics House or Estate, um, the Hotel Mac, uh, Mac, Macomber. Macomber. There you go. Uh, the friendly and not so friendly ghosts of Cape May. Like it's like they're saying Halloween is spooky, but winter is terrifying. Because I guarantee the reason why is because you're not going to have a lot of people go down to Cape May. In the winter, mm-hmm. you have the people who live there, but Cape May is more of a resort town. Sure. So I guarantee it's they're saying winter is terrifying because just like you know, as you know, in Seaside, no one goes there during the winter. Right. It's it's it becomes literally and and not in the way I'm going to say it. They become ghost towns, and and I, and I can tell you firsthand, like you know, in the borough of Seaside Park, if you were to, if you were to you know, walk the streets at, say, 6 o'clock um, the first week of December. You know, 
you are basically alone. You can walk the streets. You might see a neighbor. You know, they're, they're, they have, there's a certain amount of people that do live there all year round, uh, better known as Parksonians. They've been there for, you know, a long time. There's 1,800 people. I believe that's the current um, year-round residence. But you can't find anybody on the streets. And I particularly like it that way because to me, I look around and I know I'm going to sound stupid here, but when, I, when, when I'm down in, in the wintertime, and, you know, I, I don't worry about going to the boardwalk because I can walk the boardwalk. I can still walk the beach, you know. Um, but I look at it as like it's mine. I don't I don't worry about the screaming, yelling, carrying on, all, you know, crazy stuff that goes on. But I, I look at it and say, man, this is a beautiful place. You know, you, you can you can think, you can reflect, you can do whatever. Now, I imagine that's what goes on in Cape May, too, although on a lesser uh, thing because Cape May's got more more year-round residents down yeah. there you know it's a bigger town it's been around well, yeah. this this guy this author and i would go read his book i have not read his book yet i don't know if you read his book it's craig mcmanus and he, he wrote a book called the ghost of cape may i did read that book in fact i can pick it up it's right on my shelf right up here all right so um he basically is coming off of like the stuff he was talking about interview with him mm-hmm. um for the hotel mccumber mccumber, McCumber. I'm, i got that right right uh he goes behind every haunting is a ghost and every ghost is a story. And there's such a case in one of several spirits currently occupying the hotel McCumber. Here's the story that goes from the former owner, Sarah Davis. She killed herself in the hotel. While employees of the hotel have heard the story, there was no documentation of the suicide though. Right. Um, so he tracked down the niece of, or the nieces of Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, they told me they they did say that she did that Sarah killed herself, and he researched the dates that they gave him in old news newspapers, and it said headline a headline of a newspaper, hotel owner shoots herself. So that that you know, there's no documentation of the suicide in the hotel, but there's documentation with newspapers. Right. So that right there is proof that it happened mm-hmm. um and she had a swim in the ocean came back put a gun in her head and shot herself you know i gotta i gotta say something. i, I, I want to jump in here a little bit it's funny because there's a lot of stories that go on on the jersey shore that happen similar to that you got people that go out for a walk and never come back mm-hmm. you know and and in and, and i'm talking in the middle of winter so they're not going in the ocean Mm-hmm. You know, now where do they go? You know, that's, that's a little creepy to me too, because, you know, in the middle of summertime, in the middle of wintertime, you know, where can you go? You're, well, either, you're either walking the streets or you're, you're home. Well, I, I think it goes, it, I, it goes in two ways. Cause that, oh, that happens a lot to Poconos also, but the Poconos you get, the Poconos is a whole different story. Mm-hmm. And the Poconos is a whole nother episode because, you know, the Poconos is vast. We don't know do what a, the. I want to do more research on the Poconos because you're right. I heard a lot of stuff about the Poconos. Oh, there's a lot of, but it's it it doesn't it it's not just ghosts. You right. know, you have the Jersey Devil, which again, a whole nother episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's it's mafia. It's it's you know random killings. It's mm-hmm. you know, there's a whole list of shit that can go into the Poconos episode. Kind of like the Meadowlands. <laughs> Who, knew, who knows who's in the Meadowlands? You know what I mean? Well, obviously they're not going to know anything. I don't know nothing. nothing. You know I mean? I, don't subpoena me. I know nothing. So I'm going to tell you. Uh, hey, but, forget about it. 
apparently, besides uh, the ghost of Sarah Davis in the Hotel McCumber, apparently there is a man presence in the basement. And apparently he sounds like a dog. They call him the Growler. Well, that's a scary thought because I don't want any. I don't want any of my ghosts growling. When it's growling, it's evil. And if it's evil, it's demonic. If it's demonic, I ain't fucking with it. Okay, <laughs> I you know the, 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 this. I do have when we go ghost hunting, that's fine. I draw my limits at that shit. That well, you see, it's funny. It, it, uh, demonic and children. That's my two. Yeah, children are kind of creepy. And when you hear them talking, I mean, we had one next door. Yeah, I'm going to shit myself. You know, I wish I could find that audio. I'd love to play it for the people, but. I don't have that. I mean, I might have that in my files. I don't know. I have to check. Yeah. You know what it was? It was in my old computer. It uh, might be in my um, my hard drive. All right. Well, you, you check that out. We can throw that up there for, you know, that was the creepiest. And, they, and the, what we're referring to is we went ghost hunting in my mother's house. Now, my mother and father's house is a hundred and, I want to say, 55 years old. Yeah, about that. And um, it was once a brothel. Then it was turned into you know, bed and breakfast or whatever. I don't know. But my parents have lived there now since yeah, who, 19. First of all, who the fuck would want to be in a bed and breakfast on West Broadway? Yeah, but see, that's when Patterson was a different story. You know, you, you, you Patterson was a vacation. You had the Hotel Alexander Hamilton downtown, you know, right next to the Fabian Theater. Well, this is not a moment for that, okay? See, the, the thing is, this Patterson was a beautiful town. Another story. I don't want to step on anybody's toes, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We'll deal with Patterson at another time. My Getting back to my parents' house, we, you know, we said we, we went out and bought all the equipment and whatever. We, we set up audio, whatever, and we took a little, I don't know, $20 audio recorder, digital audio recorder, and we were sitting upstairs, and it was me and my, my, um, my daughter, Teresa, and they were watching us on our monitor from downstairs. There was nobody in the building. It was dark. And I remember I put them thing down. I said into it. I said, oh, if there's anyone here, just let us know your name. We, you know, we'd be happy. To, we'd love to hear from you. Now, never expecting anything. To the day or two later, we'd get back. And uh, sure as shit, little girl's voice, clear as a bell, came on and said, what's that? Yeah, I remember that. Hi. Now, that was creepy because a couple of things happened on my end. I grew up in that house. So there was many times I'm in that house alone with this little girl running around. And it turned out that there was a little girl who died there. She had some kind of disease early on in the 1900s, and she died in that house. And I believe her name was Anna. I'm not sure. I got to check with my mom on that one. Um, but, yeah, there was a girl there, and that was creepy. So we know the place was haunted. I've, I've literally seen statues move in that place. By myself, I watched him literally turn right around, and that was creepy. But to get confirmation like this, it's now even... mind you, we don't have any proof of the girl dying in the house either. Well, we can get the proof. That's not a problem. But we can re research that up. That's you know, that's I never thought of doing that because we never took it to another level. Yeah. But I'd like to back that up. Yeah, I can do that. I'll do that uh, the come upcoming week. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, it's that that was creepy because at that time I was like. Fifteen, sixteen years old, mm -hmm. and you know, I I found that out by myself while in this garage before we even did any of this to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting back here where there was just a table and a TV, and it was like eight thirty at night, and I heard that mm -hmm. in the middle of the winter. <laughs> no, sorry, it was a week after uh, Halloween. I shit myself. It was crazy. 
It was it was crazy. I put it down. I walked away. I'm like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> well, think about stuff like that in our area. But then think about what goes on in Cape May. Now, when you're talking about the, the McComber House, then you know these are every place down there has has a story. Well, every, yeah. You know, everyone and a lot of people have video. A lot of people have. Uh, you know, if this was a video realm, we could actually show some of these videos. You know, you do, if you go out and do your own research, you can find them very easily on the Internet. They're there. They're all around. Now, again, as ghosts happen, you can either be a skeptic or you can be a believer. There's never enough proof for a skeptic. Sure. And there's, you know. For, there's too much proof for, for a, believer. a believer. You can, you know, you're always going to believe it. Yeah. You have people that believe anything is a ghost, like anything. I, I'm like I'm like in between. Well, I, I like the way the Ghost Hunters did it with Jason. Used to do it. Do say, right. Now, it's, I, I don't watch the show anymore because it's very commercialized. But um, the way they do it, it's, they come, they're coming out of like, you know what? We're going to find out what they're going to debunk everything. Right. Yeah. And whatever's left, if it can be paranormal, it can be paranormal. But they're not running in there going, oh, they, you know, there's a creek in the floor. So, uh, you know, Tutan Tessie, the ghost from the, the fat bitch killed herself two years ago, is crawling across Asshole. the floor. Well, you know, that's that's basically um, what it comes down to. But um, the one that everybody talks about is the Inn of Cape, the Inn of Cape May. Okay. Everyone knows the Inn at Cape May or the Inn of Cape May, whoever the fuck you want to call it. Um, apparently, according to this guy McManus, um, guests have heard children playing in the hallway, calling each other by name, bouncing balls in the middle of the night. Now, mind you, that takes you to like the Shining type shit. Yeah. Well. That would be not me staying there. I can tell you that already. You wouldn't come on. You wouldn't want to stay at the end of Cape May. Never and never and never. You're you're okay, Mister Ghost Guy. I'd stay there. Y you know what? I would stay. I would stay, but not by myself. I told you. I told you I'd stay there. I would. I would. You know, be. I'd be more than happy to. Because I'm not going to roam the halls and everything. I'll sit in the bedroom and watch TV. If so, the ghosts want to come to me, they can knock on the door. You know, if they're carrying a um, pizza, even better. Apparently, he said at one time he was on the fifth floor. He was watching. He he, ah, he was on the fifth floor, which was originally for the servants. It's it's accessed by one one steep staircase. I was running my equipment when suddenly I saw a light under one door and thought, "Oh my God, these people are going to think I'm." Uh, eavesdropping on them with my microphones. So we packed up everything, went downstairs and told the woman at the front desk, she said there was no one up there. I went back to the room, up to the room, and the room was empty, but I picked up voices on the tape of several people talking. Yeah, that, that, that's that's creepy. That's just creepy. That, but there's the proof. There's where the voice is coming from. They're not just coming from the ductwork. They're not coming from inside his head. If you got it on tape, it's there. It's there. Unless you have a defective recorder, I don't know, but it's you. Ha you got to start saying, "Well, you know what? This is what's going on." So let's let's investigate this a little further. Let's find out what is going on. I'd go there. I'd yeah. go there and investigate a little bit more. You know, I'd bring my recorder and I will bring, you know, the film equipment. I'd do that. You would do it by yourself, not by myself. It has oh, okay. to. Well, nobody so would. Nobody would be doing it by themselves. Like if you you have to be one. Go, have have the fucking balls of King Kong to go to a haunted place that a lot of people have said. Well, I mean, I mean, again, not confirmed mm -hmm. or denied, but you have to be, you have to again have the balls of fucking King Kong to sit there and go. I'm gonna go to this place knowing I might actually face a ghost, 
and be like, yeah, I'll do it by myself in the middle of the night and have all the lights off. Yeah, I don't there's too many people. There. And if you look at the building, it's a creepy building. Yeah. I mean, it looks like the, the, the shining building. It does. It does. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, you know, it's, it's fucking gorgeous. Right across the street from the, from the ocean. Yeah. You know, um, but, according, I don't know. There's one, uh, he sent a photographer um, to this place, you know, because again, he is a journalist, so he needs photographs. Uh, he goes, my photographer spent the night there. He turned on his side, trying to fall asleep, and he saw an arm reach across his side over to the other side of the bed like he was, like it was trying to grab something. He jumped out of the bed and spent the rest of the night in the lobby. He is also a timid person, though. Yeah, see, I would spend the rest of the night in the lobby, too. <laughs> Problem is, it'd be a lobby of another hotel. Yeah, that's, that's, see, that's a little much for me. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't believe in arms <laughs> grabbed. Coming out of out of nowhere, grabbing something, and you know, and and doing stupid shit. You know, voices in the night, bumps in the night. You know, the doors opening, closing. I can buy all that. I just can't buy somebody. You know, tell me an arm came through a pillowcase or wrapped me or grabbed me. You know, if that happens, there's only one way that's going to happen. And in my opinion, now I'm not again, I'm no expert at this shit, but I've done my share of reading. Okay, and 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 and. And investigating this stuff. And whenever you get something physical like that, you either get a very aggressive, aggressive ghost, spirit, whatever you want to call it. They're not going to, they're not showing just their arm. They're coming at you with everything you got. They're going to appear in front of you and just stare at you. That's going to make you shit your pants. Okay. They don't need to grab you. They don't need anything. If you have something grabbing you, or setting a fire on something, or doing something like that, moving moving large well, objects, that's not good. That's demonic. I don't, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people that have had physical manifestations of, you know, black objects of, you know, ghosts, mm -hmm. and they weren't demonic. That, that every physical manifestation that either grabs you or, or something like that, it doesn't mean it's demonic. Well, no, Mario, let me, let me retract. You're right. I just can't see them just showing their arm. You know, I mean, why would they? What's the point of just showing their arm? Is no, it, who knows that we 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 don't know. We first of all, we don't know again if this stuff is in our minds or actual physical, real evidence. Yeah, like I, I don't know. You've seen an arm coming out of a bed or wrapping around from the other side of the bed. That's on my head. <laughs> That's, that's right there. So, you know, you can say what you want. You can put, you, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. I'm sorry. I can't, I, I can't buy into that. Now, having said that, do I believe ghosts can slap people? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen them do it. I've seen, you know, hundreds of stories or, or, or videos, you know, stuff like that. Can they grab, can they pull your hair, slap your face? Yeah, they can. But they're doing it with an invisible fist. They're not doing it with just, you know, like showing their hand in the middle of the night coming at you. Like, you know, this is well, a Lon I mean, Chaney shit here. I know. But at the same time, you don't know what the hell the, the story is. You know what I mean? Like, it, it could be like ghosts. Like, okay, perfect example in our house alone. Mm -hmm. How many times do you sit there on the couch in the, like at 9, 10 o'clock at night? Uh, again, you could be tired. But, you know, out of the corner of your eye, you see some, something move in the hallway. Oh, I did it tonight. And your mother, I'll give you another one, last night, middle of the night, she jumped out of bed. And she goes, did you just see that? I'm like, no. So she says, there was just a shadow, Joe, just came right across, literally blocked out the light from outside. Now, your mother's not one of these people that makes this shit up. 
No, she doesn't. So now tonight, we, I mean, there's been many times in the hallway upstairs we've seen shadows. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's, you know, I, I believe my aunt's in the building. I do. My aunt owned this building before we did. But what I'm saying, my point is, what's the point of it? Why would that ghost do, or your aunt, or if you believe it's your aunt, why would she just do go across that's the hallway? That's a good question. I couldn't answer that. That's, I, I, that's my thing with the whole arm. I, I, you don't know what the reason is. It could have been just an arm. Um, and, and, again, like he, he did say that he's a timid person. Right. The, the aura of the hotel could have just got to this guy. Yeah. But you just don't know. Like, when you hear that shit, it makes me think twice about staying there. But, uh... Well, I mean... Are we going to stay in the same room? <laughs> I don't know. You know, how much... It's probably very expensive. And being oh, there, the end probably is. You know, I don't, I don't know if I want to spend my money down there right now. Um, <laughs> I would go on a haunted tour, Kate May, because I just the fact I'd love to look over to those buildings. You know, in the homes, they take you into the homes, they tell you different stories. You know, Halloween's got to be brilliant down there. Uh-huh. You know, I would love to do that. Maybe this year, maybe we will. You know, well, let's find out what we can do. Well, if we could do anything. Yeah, I'd like to record some stuff and then throw it up on the, on, on the channel and let people decide. Um, but Cape May is loaded with this stuff. And don't forget, too, Cape May was a big World War II town. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the towers that are built down there right along the coast. Uh, the lookout towers that you can now tour. Um, they have the boat that sank out in the middle of the... Uh, of the water down there, that the remnants are down there. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that you know people died on these in these places, in the in the ships and everything else. So yeah, if there's going to be well, again, I think it goes it goes just like with the with Day Mansion. It it goes back to times that were stressful, mm-hmm. in a time of that you know people didn't were uncertainty. Like Washington went back to Day Mansion when the British took Manhattan. Right. So you have another country that invades your basically the center of your, you know, newfound um, country. It had to be stressful on them. Yeah, it had to be stressful on the people there. So ghosts usually come back to places that they have a lot of sense to, and you know, stressful, uh, traumatic experiences. That bingo, you have your place that a ghost is going to attach itself to. Yeah. Now, again, with hold Kate- on, hold on, hold on. I just want to say, uh, I'm just check, checking the rates for the end of Cape May, and no, it's not happening. You know, and during the summertime, uh, one night only is three hundred twenty-five dollars. How about during the off season? Uh, off season would be one hundred forty for per night. That's not that bad. No, that's not bad. But you know, I would do that. You know. In it has to be like a special, 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 special yeah. occasion. Well, in March, March, March thirteenth to April fourth, there did this. The entire thing is one hundred and ten dollars. Ocean is one hundred and thirty dollars for a night. That that's 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 fine. I mean, you do that any week. Any hotel is the same. Yeah, price. Summer, we're not going. Though. Summertime, no, no. I'll stay at the window, wait for somebody to scream. Yeah, that's just not happening. Um, but all right, so yeah, um, so Cape May has a lot, mm-hmm. but. Another place that has a lot more, and it shouldn't, is Clinton Road. You ever been on Clinton Road? Yes, I have. Okay. During the day and during the night. Okay. Well, why were you up there at night? Can you explain it to me? We drove it. Oh, you drove with me? Yeah. Why was I up there? I don't know. We we, we just drove. Well, I can tell you this much. Clinton Road. Sometimes it is overhyped. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes is you know we're expecting this. I mean, there there are there are. I personally never seen anything up there. I've never Neither seen. Neither have I. No. But yeah, it is creepy. There's no lights. There's no street lights. There's no nothing. Teresa was up there at night. Well, not with us. Not with Isaiah either. What did she go up there for? She was with one of her friends that just drove during the middle of the night. That is dangerous. As far as it's a very very dangerous road. Okay, there's a lot of twists and turns. Just on the on the, you know, when you come off Route 23, and you're you're just getting past all the houses and everything. It takes a sharp right and a sharp left, right mm-hmm. by the waterfalls. So you better watch what you're doing, you know. You're, you well, know. Yeah, this, uh, now, what I have right now is I went to the great, great, great Weird New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And Weird New Jersey has a shit ton of stuff mm-hmm. on Clinton Road. Now, it's just, I, I'm just going to turn it out. It's, uh, a, a ghost boy pushes you in, like, the Clinton... Ghost kid doesn't want you. Doesn't want your quarters. Uh, a dark road. Uh, an introduction. There's a castle on Clinton Road. Apparently, did you know about the castle on Clinton? Yeah, road? Yeah, I did. It's actually it's it's remnants of a castle, and there's very there's very little things up there. There's not, the castle is not. It, that's right. I believe that's right by the waterfalls. It's called Cross Castle. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, there's been a lot of partying back in uh, at Cross Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this one guy wrote back in 1979, went to the castle for the first time. We would tell the Jackson Whites could uh, would cut a tree to block the end of the road. Then you would turn around, you'd find that they had another one cut down. That's when that's when they would get you. What the hell are the Jackson Whites? Um, I'm not sure what the Jackson Whites are. Um, I think that's like a, a pejorative, pejorative term towards, um, albinos that live up there, albino black people. I'm not sure. So if I'm wrong, well, apparently you know, I don't they, mean any malice yeah, towards it. There's a thing called the albinos of Clinton Road. One time when a bunch of us climbed up the walls, we did see something. We were up there and saw two white figures. They were about 100 yards away from our friends on the ground. They couldn't see them from their vantage point. They came to within 100 yards of the group and then disappeared into the woods. When we got back to the terra firma, we told them about it, and that's when the story started coming. There was instantly talk about an albino village in the woods. Yeah. yeah I, know, I know about the albino village. It is up there. I've never been there. I've never seen it, but I know people who have. Um, my ex-boss has dealt with, uh, he used to go swimming up at the bridge up there by, uh, I think it's, um, Ghost Boy Bridge because a kid jumped off that and got yeah. killed. Um, he said it, it's creepy. It's very, very weird down there when you go off and you go into the water. And it was when he was a teenager, not now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, 50 years ago, whatever. Yeah. So another one is never get out of your car on Clinton Road. No, that would never happen. <laughs> no. One road in New Jersey that's really terrifying, Clinton Road off Route 23 North in West Milford. Uh, the road is well known for many mysterious occurrences and weird activity. Cross Castle, which used to be off of Clinton Road, had dungeons where many bodies were found. Satan worshipping was active around Cross Castle, and the KKK was almost ru- was always ah, was also rumored to be active in the area. Never get out of your car, especially at night. It's definitely weird. Yeah, I can see where you know you would have satanic rituals up there because again, it's out of the way. You don't. You're not going to have any. You know, nobody's going to bother you. If you got enough balls to go in those woods at night, then, you know, who's going to bother you? Who's mm-hmm. who's going to be up there? You know, the KKK was rumored up there for years. They would be rumored literally. Well, here's a story for that. 
Uh, two friends, brothers, who I, I will call John and Bill, both with quotations on it, regularly took excursions through areas of West Milford known for their legends. They were driving down Clinton Road, both noticed a bonfire near Cross Castle. As they drew clo uh, closer, they saw a group of people dressed in robes around a bonfire. They could only make out the leader, who was dressed in a typical uh, KKK regalia. One of the members of this meeting spotted them and called out to stay where they were. Of course, John and Bill took off in their car and left. Their hooded friends got into their vehicles and began chasing them. John and Bill said they were wielding shotguns. I could I could see that up there. Yeah, again, it's 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 a very remote place. There's no one going to go up there, unless you you know you got something you, that you need to do up there. And, and you know, well, there's you don't no want, buildings on that road either. Well, halfway up there isn't. After you know the turn there, yeah, there is a there is a, a barn up there, and there's a, a horse farm up there. But again, you know, I look if you're born into that, and you're born on Clinton Road, this shit's not going to bother you. Mm -hmm. However, you know. You, Anybody that's not bored on there and you want a creepy little adventure, yeah, that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna freak you out because you don't know what's behind you. And, and, and let me tell you something. I give you something, folks. If you do find yourself on Clinton Road in the middle of the night, and the first temptation is to shut your lights off while you're driving. Do not do that for a couple of reasons. Number one, and this is I'm, I'm speaking because I I know people who've gone through this. They literally, if, first of all, you do it, it's dangerous because you don't know what other assholes doing on oncoming traffic. Trust me, I've been through that. Not on Clinton Road, on another road, and I'll tell you that afterwards. It's, you know, it's dangerous. And it, the road train changes very quickly up mm -hmm. there. You think you're on the road, you have no lights. And, you know, oh, look at us, we're driving with no lights, and we want to see how dark it is. Pull the fuck over, shut your lights off, if you've got the balls for that, and do it. Secondly, nope. when people do that, and there's also a story, you know, when you shut your lights off over there, if there is anybody around and then you turn them back on or whatever, chances are you might see somebody standing in the road to make you stop. Because that's a signal to some people up there that, you know what, these are crazy people. The the people that are up there are up here for a joy, right? Let's scare the shit out of them. Okay. Oh, that that was like, there's a lot of people that did that for uh, uh, four years ago with the clown crisis. Right. Clown crisis. Give me a fucking break. Okay, please. You want to Here's a clown crisis. There wasn't enough okay, bats okay. to beat the shit out of them. Okay, whatever it, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, you know, I, to be honest, I'd rather take the 2016 clowns over the 2020 what the fuck we're going through right now. Yeah, well, no, I don't want to go to police. Yeah, but, um, yeah, um, I didn't have, I didn't do that. On, I mean, I didn't do that personally because mm -hmm. I'm not stupid. Mm -hmm. But I was driving with one particular female, and I won't mention mm -hmm. her name. And she decided that she was going to do that on the Annie's Road. Literally shit myself. Mm -hmm. I would like to walk Annie's Road in the middle of the night in a snowstorm. I don't. I, I did. I hate driving Annie's Road, even though I drive it a lot more. Than I don't, Annie's Road, again, it comes down to where, like, I'm. we're from here. Annie's yeah. Road is six miles from here. I, I don't have a problem with it. And I'll give you a little story. Back in the day when I was a teenager, because I always believed that E was enough, I was driving home one night in the middle of... You still believe he is enough. Well, it normally is. But anyway, I like to drive uh, Annie's Road a lot. It's a it's a nice, quiet road. It parallels the Pacific River on one side and the cemetery on the other, halfway through it. And right in the middle of it, you had a little a little village, I would call it. And there's stories about that, but I'm not going to go into that right now. Like I said, they're only six miles from me. Anyway. Yo, turn off your phone, bro. Oh. Uh, Anyway, I um, 
uh, what was I say? I ran out of gas one day coming back, and it, right at the turn there by the little housing development they got back there under Route 80. And at that point, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have anything. So I had to walk, and this was about maybe, I guess, about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I had to walk in a blinding snowstorm right down that road, right along the cemetery. I put my hood over my head, and I just kept walking. I didn't bother to... Um, Look around. I, or... I, no, I didn't look around. I wasn't going to look around. I didn't give a rat's ass. You know, did I feel creepiness? I might have. I might have. But again, um, I didn't give myself a chance to, to get into it because, you know, again, the snow's coming down. I could have looked at it either way. And my, I had blinders on. I was trying to get the fuck out of there. I wanted to get to the Toto Avenue. Yeah, mind to, you. Right? What, what would you do in that situation on Clinton Road? Would you stay in your, would you stay in your car? You know, uh, I apologize for that, folks. I'm not just really... turn your thing off. I'm turning it off. There we go. I just turned the, the ringer Thank off. Thank you. It's my wife trying to figure out if we want Chinese food for dinner tonight. So, you know what? Answer your mother. Tell her yes. Yeah, I already told her yes. Okay. Um, what would I do? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I'd like to say I'd have enough balls to sit in the car and just, you know, put myself lay in the back seat or something and just chill out. I don't know. But I tell you what I wouldn't do. I would never, I would always make sure I had enough gas when I got on Clinton Road <laughs> because there's no fucking way I would, I, not, no, no, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. Well, there's a lot more stories. Like, uh, like I said, this whole page is just filled with stories from that, from Clinton Road. Um, <clears throat> so this one's called Chance at Clinton Road. Um, after one night of hearing tales, me and six others decided to go to the castle. As we got up to the dirt road that wound, it, that wound up to the castle, we parked the cars, got out. It was fire. Uh, it a, they don't know how to type. They put it a fire and drank some beer. They probably meant lit a fire and drank some beer. Right. After half an hour, we began to hear chanting and chains rattling. Really? One of the girls started to go into a seizure. Three of us tried to move her to no avail. It was like she was nailed to the rock. Then the chanting stopped. The girl came around. We all looked at each other like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, well, you know what? Fears of, fear can do that to you. Fear can paralyze you. You know, you sit there and you analyze it like, what do I do? I, you know, when most people say they shit their pants. Well, that's actually a reaction because you lose control of your body. Mm-hmm. You know, you're so afraid. You're, you're, you're like kind of dying. You know, when they say when you die, you lose all functions of your body and everything pours out of you. Well, guess what? That's what shitting your pants is all about. Not to be so graphic. I hope nobody's listening to this while they're eating dinner or anything. But that's what it comes down to. Fear. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a situation. And a lot of it is controlled fear. A lot of it's, you know, uh, I'm going to go ghost hunting. But if I see a ghost, I'm going to run for the hills. <laughs> Don't put yourself in that situation. Now, like I said earlier, I personally wouldn't roam the halls of a hotel at night. But I was going with a bunch of people and we were ghost hunting. Yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat. I wouldn't wouldn't bother me. When it gets scary and it crosses the line is when you get hit, or when something is thrown at you, or, or you actually encounter a ghost, or you're standing there and you know somebody dressed in the you know that wouldn't even bother me. That get wouldn't that wouldn't bother me if if I'm standing there and it, and something just appeared in front of me and I knew it was a spirit, it wouldn't bother me. Could not, not at all. Okay, just that, but I don't know. It it depends on what appeared in front of me. 
if I see just like a black figure appear in front of me, I'm uh, fucked. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going the other way. See, again, it comes down to you know you got to know your. Again, I studied a lot of stuff uh, uh, demonically, as far as uh, the difference between human ghosts and demons and stuff like that. But I studied it. You know, I read a book called the Demon Demonologist by Now it was called a Demonologist, and it was written by Gerard Brittle, and it was basically about Ed Warren. And the great Ed Warren, the great Ed Warren, I missed that man. And it broke down some of his biggest, um, his biggest, uh, cases. And he described what's the difference. And, you know, I'll never forget the one chapter, you know, uh, you know, demons versus, you know, ghosts that have been here in human form, a ghost that's been here in human form will slap you. They'll, they'll do stupid shit to you. They'll, they'll make shit disappear. They're, they're poltergeist activity and fun shit for them. Yeah. To fuck with you. A demon's out to kill you. A demon wants to hurt you. Now, it's your soul. Well, yeah. When you when you sit there and you have a 3,000-pound uh, uh, 3, refrigerator being thrown at you, you're not going to say that's Timmy who died last week. Okay? <laughs> All right. This is this is something beyond that. When you have a fire that started, you know, uh, you know the little farmer guy up the street that, that, ran, that got, ran under a tractor and got his head taken off isn't lighting fires. He's, he's, he's out there, but he's not lighting fires. Okay, he's probably doesn't even know he's dead. Mm-hmm. All right, these—that's the difference. When you have a black mass that gets in front of you, and you look at this fucking thing, and you see that there's no feet, or there's no eyes, or there's nothing—that's it has wings. Well, that's the shit you got to watch out for. It'll always come to you imperfectly. It will never show you a perfect thing because it can't, because it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. That's a rule of, of, I guess, God. You know, there's certain rules God has out, out there for these these, these things. Well, you know, <laughs> excuse me. Besides, um, you know, KKK, you know, there's a uh, they have a satanic scripture puzzles wrecking uh, found by a wrecking crew. A demolition crew came in and destroyed the castle, and all the remains was the basement. On the walls, they were satan. They were old satanic scripture. The baffled uh, demolition crew because. They did not appear to be any entrance to this area of the castle. Right, that's fucked up. It is fucked up. But again, it's it's they're putting themselves out there. They're putting themselves in a situation where it's the best possible way for them to make contact with their the the, the, the devil or whatever it is. Um, and I guess the creepier places, the better. The more isolated places, the better. I'm not a satanist. I don't know their mantra. I don't have a clue. But I can tell you this much: they're not doing it on a subway. And they're not doing it in... No, they're doing it where nobody is. They're not doing it in Kmart's parking lot. You know, they got to do it Even though there's nobody in Kmart's parking lot, so... Pretty much, yeah. That's true. I never thought about that. But anyway, they these are these are places where they're all to themselves. They can do whatever they want. Now, I don't know what they do. You know, there's a lot of talk about sacrifices and animal sacrifices, which I do believe. But, you know, for all you demon worshippers out there, I have no clue what you do. You know, just do what you do. Just leave me the fuck alone. Okay. Um, I had one, this girl wrote up, she goes, uh, Clinton Road makes me sick, literally. She goes, about a month ago, my sister, her husband, my boyfriend, and myself decided to take a ride down Clinton Road. We started from Route 23, and it was around 1230 a.m. You deserve what you get, bitch. Um, I can't exactly explain the feeling I started getting. I don't know if my imagination was going wild, but my sister, my boyfriend, and me, or, and I, dumb bitch can't talk started telling my brother-in-law to turn around. 
I felt so scared and sick to my stomach that I couldn't even breathe. It was an oppressing feeling that just pure uh, of just pure evil, and I definitely believed that something would have happened if we had just kept going. That's possible. She and might it's posted by anonymous. She might have. Uh, <clears throat> she might be susceptible to that kind of stuff. Who knows? You know? Oh, there are people who are. Like yeah. Lorraine Warren, the wife of uh, Ed Lauren, was susceptible. Warren, yeah, I mean, these are things that they they do happen. Um, now, maybe she, maybe her mind was playing tricks on her. You know, when I when I've driven, like I said, I've done got up to Clinton Road a couple times, and I I tell you, yeah, you if you let your mind go, you're you what was that in the woods? Something just jumped out of me. You're always looking in the rearview mirror to see if something's out there. You know, well, I do that on Andy's Road. I'll be honest, I do. When I drive down Andy's Road, I, I'll, I'll look in the mirror a couple times because there's the, that one story of, you know, she'll be in the back seat mm-hmm. that always has, like, stuck with me while, while I drive down there, mm-hmm. but, like, I, nothing has happened. Well, if she's going to be in the back seat, then she better be good looking. And, and you know, oh, because Jesus Christ. Like, you know, she's not going to be in the back seat. She's supposed to be in a wedding dress and she got killed or something. I, her, I, you know, I don't know. But again, Certain people say they've seen it. Other people haven't. I've personally walked the place. I, other than a creepy feeling alone in the cemetery, you know, I, I, I never, I never um, seen anything. But again, you, you, but that's that's the problem. All these stories, well, some stories, not all, but most stories that you hear about Clinton Road always come from people like, let's drive down there at 1230, 1 a.m. Because mm-hmm. they want to see something. In their mind, they're going to see, they're going to come by and they're going to tell you it's haunted. I seen the ghost of a, you know, a Ronald McDonald and he was, uh, he had wings and he had a burger in his hand. Like you go down there around fucking 12, 31 o'clock. You deserve any type of shit that happens to you. Right. You don't. Put, I'm sorry. You shouldn't put yourself in situations like that. You know, I mean, everybody likes to be afraid. It's one of our American pastimes. Everybody likes to be scared, you know, or scared. They love it. I love it. That's why we watch horror movies. But you got to know your, you know, you got to know your, 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 um, your limits. You know, if you, if you go screaming in the middle, if you go in the middle of the woods, you know, where you know that there could be evil lurking there and then something happens to you, we get your head blown off or somebody puts a rope right neck and next thing you know, you're on a, you're on an altar and somebody's sacrificing it to the great underworld. Well, you know what? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. So the next story is called, it's called Dead Man's Corner. Uh, this guy goes, I have heard that down by the very end of Clinton Road, after you go down about 12 miles, there is a place called Dead Man's Corner. Yeah. I heard this is where the animal sacrifices take place. If you see a cow dead or alive in the middle of the road, do not get out. They just want you to get out of your car so they can kill you or eat you. Just turn around and floor it. Well, it's a good thing I don't go there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, look, again. Oh, go on. But the it comes down. It comes down. Don't put yourself in a situation that you shouldn't be. Is Clinton Road haunted with ghosts? I don't know. Is it haunted with crazy people? Yeah, I believe there are some crazy fuckers up there. I believe anywhere up in the woods in, in Sussex County or oh, just or, in woods in general. You know, yeah, West Milford area. There's just woods up there. You got streets up there. You got like, you know, there's there's roads up there that go on for hours and hours and hours. They turn into dirt roads, so a heartbeat road, and 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 and, uh, and Pinebrook, same thing. It'll go on and on and on and on. You know, it comes, it's paved and it's dirt road, but then it goes like forever. You know, so again, well, you want to be afraid? That's fine, but make sure that you're you're not putting yourself in danger. Well, the the next bunch of stories um, for Clinton Road goes beyond. Um, 
I guess you could call it paranormal, but it's not really ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says even aliens like the cruise to Clinton Road. Now, aliens will be a story that we'll take care of in another episode. Mm-hmm. And like uh, like Area 51 and uh, that place that you watch. Um, what's that one? The Ranch. A Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch. We'll, we'll do a whole episode of that. Hold on. I'm going to make a prediction, folks. I'm gonna, within a year's time from now, aliens will be part of our subculture. And I'm not talking about they're going to come to your house with the little antennas on their head. If they, they do, they're going to get the ass beat. Okay. This is going to be where you're going to start seeing more and more sightings. The government's going to come out with it. They came out with it yesterday. Another another sighting. Yesterday? Of, yeah. Of another sighting of a UFO. They don't know what it was, but they're telling us that these things are existing now because they can't frighten you any other way. All the boogeymen are dead now. Okay. Okay, hold on. I'm just I'm, I'm gonna go off on a sidetrack here. Oh, God, okay. Sidetrack. Okay, I'm gonna put the mic off to the other side then. Okay, you're not gonna put no mic off. Okay. No, not your mic. My mic. I'm gonna put my mic off to the <laughs> no, side. No, it's go on. I'm, just remember, just you heard it here first. Joe Kelly Jr. told you that within a year's time from now, the word alien, and I'm not talking about people jumping over the border from Mexico to the states or whatever. <laughs> I'm telling you, the word alien will be in our vocabulary. Okay. Un, you know, UFOs, people are going to... Well, they're in our vocabulary right now. Yeah, but it's going to be official. You're going to see it on mainstream news. You're going to see it with, well, there's a story now. We have photos of it now. No one no, no one has photos. You know, we'll, we'll find it. Space, <laughs> Space Force. Space Force. Um, back to the story of Clinton Road before you're fucking sidetracked. You know what I hope they find? What? Did you ever see the, did you ever see the movie Marooned? No. Ah, shit. Because they went out there and they got, they got like, um, I forgot, Ernest Borgnine was marooned out there. And I want to, you know, maybe they'll find him and bring him home. Well, I could be like Jay from Jane Silent Bob. You turn around and like, be the first guy to send up, uh, send me up to Mars and be the first guy to find a new life form and fuck it. <laughs> um, but here's the story. Uh, I know you guys got get a lot of stories, uh, some true, others a little fabricated, but when I saw on Clinton Road one night was, in my eyes, a UFO. After we ran around Dead Man's Corner, we suddenly saw a huge flash in the sky and a triangular disc. Hold on. A disc can't be triangular. If the disc is circular. <laughs> if it's triangular, then it's just a fucking object. It's a triangle. It's a triangle. It's not a disc. But this thing was, uh, it says this thing was damn big in the sky and was hovering hovering over the trees about 250 feet in the air. My friends and I always said we would pull over if we saw a UFO, but we were too scared. After about five minutes, it disappeared and we took off. So this thing allowed it to take off? Did the triangle slash disc allowed these people to run? I thought, they, what were they looking for? I don't know. The, the nearest Arby's? I mean, wh- wh- what's going on here? I don't understand. I don't know. But uh, another again, more Clinton Road UFOs. I, too, have seen a UFO on Clinton Road. It was mad low in the sky and was so big that it looked like it could fit a small army in it. Then, in the blink of an eye, it was gone. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I heard I heard of a lot of stories about UFOs over power stations and over our military installations. I've, I've There's a ton of them. You know, you can yeah. go on and on. Um, I also, I have heard stuff like that. Uh, Artie, Artie Sola, will tell me stories all the time about what well, he's that place in New York, right? Yeah. And you know what? We will, when we do the alien thing, we'll have him doing a live calling because I want him to yeah. give us some stuff like that. 
Um, but here's another story. Hundreds of blue, red, and white lights. A very American aliens. Red, white, and blue lights. Hey. Uh, we were on Clinton Road one night. as what we were voting for? Uh, I don't know. As we went further, we saw lights, hundreds of them, on both sides of the woods. Blue ones, red ones, and white ones. We got so freaked out, we went 75 miles an hour on the 35-mile-an-hour road. The lights would keep up with us. If we stopped in the middle of the road, they would stay there on each side. Suddenly, they vanished. <laughs> okay, do you think they were high, maybe? Yeah, I would say that they weren't in the right minds. I mean, again, what are they, if these things are visiting and they're, and they're hovering 200 feet over the ground, and they see somebody at night driving with the lights on, do you think that they're going to investigate what those lights are? Or are they just there to see, you know, just check out the shrubbery? Yeah. What are they doing? I mean, I, this is the stuff that no one seems to know the answer. They're not just coming by, going over. But the it's not, you know, you know, you know, pisses me off about because you want to talk about if you if you live in the age of internet, mm -hmm. which technically means I mean, it doesn't have to, but that means you have a cell phone. Right. My, I, I don't know if I'll be too afraid, but it, I believe in my heart if I see something like that, I'm pulling out my video. I'm recording because I'm in the mind of nobody's going to fucking believe me. I have to get proof. Yeah, I agree. I, so I, most of these stories, put them up. Well, Let's see them. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. There's so many stories. And then without proof, that's just what they are, stories. You don't, you don't get there's – no, there's no evidence. There's no nothing. Um, I've lived the better part of 59 and a half years, and I've never seen a UFO, ever. Do I believe – that there are planets out there that these things are these these you call them UFOs, but they're not they're not identified to them. They're not identified. They're identified. to know what they are. They're visiting our planet. Yeah, I believe that. I believe they're on their they're they're coming around here because they they see activity. They want to know is it something that they can use for their culture. Mm. You know, um, if they were bad and they were coming after us, where they they were going to destroy us. Well, if they had the technology to fly over us, they have the technology to kill us. Mm -hmm. And they haven't done that yet. Well, if they have the technology to travel millions and millions of light years, regardless of where they're from, where they're from, because obviously they're not in our solar system. At least we don't know that. Hey, I mean, no one knows that for sure, right? From what we've seen, we have not detected any sort of ambient being or intelligent beings that we know of. That we know of so right. far in our solar system. Right. We're not being told the truth. Now they're just, like I said before, they're just starting now to give us little bits and pieces to spoon feed this to the public to see if the public's going to freak out or you know what? And it's funny they're doing it now when we're in the middle of this fucking crisis because everybody's trying to stay alive mm -hmm. and you know, that shit's going banging off the wall and no one really is paying attention. But oh, I said this years ago that there's going to be no one, there's nowhere else to go now. You can't have any more boogeymen. You know, this one, we hate this one. We hate this culture, that culture. Now you have to go to outer space because that's the last bastion left. So that's my point. If this is real and they're just starting to spoon feed us now, what's real and what's not? Well, guess what? They're now going to – we either pay attention to it now. They'll turn around and say, well, you know, we told you 20 uh, two years ago that we're here. That's why they're here now. We told you they were coming. Yeah. You know? I'm well, sorry. I was just trying to keep my family alive. Excuse me. Yeah, well, let's get through a couple more things because we're just about over an hour right now, and I, I don't want to go further. Okay. But – uh, besides from ghosts and uh, aliens, mm -hmm. there have been unearthly animals that have been seen. Oh, cryptids? What the fuck does that mean? A cryptid is something like uh, the Jersey Devil. 
You know, it's got yeah. face of a goat, ass of a cow, you know, uh, you know, feet of a, a small farm animal. Okay, so this one says, beware of the grayish whitish wolf with red and yellowish eyes. Now, that's a lot of fucking colors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never thought my first trip to Clinton Road would be horrifying as we were turning in the bushes. Um, I'm sorry, as we were turning in the bushes appeared to be a grayish whitish wolf with red and yellowish eyes. Later on, no joke, my friend told me about the first trip. He has also seen a grayish whitish wolf with red and yellow shies running in the bushes. Okay. <laughs> Seems like a lot of detail. Because I can tell you right now. No, it's a lot of detail. With, with, it's like, uh, I mean, grayish whitish with red and yellowish. It's you like, need to be really close. But it's not even that. But it's, it's like saying, well, I saw a, a ship in the water and it was greenish purplish reddish as it was sinking with the people jumping over the life rafts yeah like what i'm like what i'm saying is it's there's there's a lot of <laughs> you could name as many details it's very vast of a description to be like to, to counter like if he said it was a white wolf with red eyes mm-hmm. okay that sounds believable but to turn around and be like the grayish whitish wolf you know with uh fucking blue reddish greenish eyes you know yeah, yeah, and he was about seven he was about like Five foot high to about seven foot high. There's a vast majority of what it could actually yeah, be. Yeah, you normally got to tell the guy to pass a puff. You know what I mean? This is simple as that. I, the fuck, people. But uh, this one, it says the floating dog. More drug related, probably. One legend states that Cross Castle rebuilds itself every October 30th. Wow. Apparently, I did, I did not know that legend. And whoever the ghosts or whatever the fuck happens... Um, they, they're apparently contractors, um, <laughs> but, uh, and the KKK sacrifices a goat. Great more Home Depot trips <laughs> for the ghosts. Yeah. Um, so one legend states that the cross castle rebuilds itself every hot October 30th and the KKK sacrifices a goat. So according to this, for the castle to rebuild itself, the KKK has to kill a goat. Um, I get scared every time I go down the road that leads to that area because the one time I went down there and saw a strange figure chased out of the traced the chased our truck out of Clinton. Uh, when I got a good look at it, I screamed and told my friend to drive faster. It was a dog of some sort, but it was floating, not running. You know, I, last time I saw an animal floating, I was at a Pink Floyd show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Last time I saw an animal floating, a cat died in our pool. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn people and your drugs um so the next story is, is there anything not in the woods of clinton road that's again a very vast subject title like mm-hmm. it's like is there anything not in patterson new jersey no we have pretty much everything like fucking one night my sister and her friend were driving down clinton road when my sister's friend said uh says what is that my sister looks, and there was a monkey. They were both freaked out. Monkeys aren't common to West Milford. No, not at all. No. Thank you very much. But could it be the well, West Milford? West Milford I is know where this, you're going. Yeah, with was this. it around the same area as as uh, Jungle Habitat? Jungle Habitat. When did this happen? Because all the animals were taken out of Jungle Habitat. They did let certain species go, like the birds and the stuff like that. They didn't let they didn't let any cows. They didn't let any any elephants go. They didn't let any rhinos go. They didn't let any any lions go. They might have let a, you know a, a small cat go. Well, you don't think a monkey could have escaped? I, 
could it have? I, I guess, but I don't know. It's gonna be this gonna survive all these years? Yeah, monkeys can live about. I think the life expectancy of a monkey is about 30, 40 years. Don't you think it's gonna want to eat something and be? It's gonna be monkeys will grow into apes. Don't they normally grow into apes? No, that takes fucking years. Well, Mon- the, monkeys the, are monkeys. Well, the, the thing in West Milford uh, jungle habits been closed for almost forty years now. Well, I, again, I don't know when this story. I don't. Was I don't believe monkey in West Milford. Give me a fucking break. All right, stop. Stop, people. Uh, so this one's very interesting because I put do, it down. But, but I do believe in this type of, um, I guess you would call it a ghostly animal. And this one's titled the Hellhound of Clinton Road. What the fuck is that? You don't know what a hellhound is? No. Okay, so a hellhound is an is a dog that apparently is sent from hell, and that that goes and collects souls. I believe that there there's shit like that because. I believe that's where you get your growling from and, and, you know, when shit like that. I believe that when you hear growling in a haunted place, it's a demon. They're not sending his pet. It's a demon. Okay, it's a demon. Okay. Well, it may be a get... shapeshifter, but I, I, why would they send it in the form of a fucking dog? Because dogs can attack and rip up the person. You've never seen Supernatural. No. Okay. Um, as the story goes, uh, after once... Through this 10-mile road, nothing had happened. So we went back and checked out a dirt side road. Again, you deserve what you get. Yeah. All right. Not even, you're just not going to sit there and, you know, stay to the course. You're going to go off a side road. Isn't isn't Clinton Road, isn't a crossroad up there that's called Shades of Death Road? Or is that a different road? I have no idea. Um, That's not, I want that on my license. (laughs) 1313 Shades of Death Road. So nothing was around except for dense woods. It felt very eerie, and the trespassers will be shot on sight sign did not ease my mind. Mm-hmm. Clue. It's a clue, Sherlock. Don't go where you're not supposed to be. If you see, if I see a sign that says trespassers will be shot on sight, one, I know there's no ghosts there. Mm-hmm. I know there's... Uh, Billy Bob with his shotgun and his two teeth that ready to go and fucking shoot me for oh, being on his great, land. Great. Now you're gonna now we're gonna have the farmers union on our ass. How do you know they're farmers? Well no, because they're up there and now you're telling the, the hicks no, up, no, in, no. up in Sussex now have two teeth. I mean it's not nice. Come well, on. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. The people upper North Jersey and upper New York, they're they're backwards, all right? They're not southern people. I am not making fun of anybody with a pitchfork and a gun. Southern well, I do. I do. I they're going to come into the city, really? No, no, I do believe that they actually believe that they're they're from the south because we were going to uh, uh, one of the, the zoos up there. Fucking people, I forgot what zoo it was, uh, and 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 we stopped for gas. And I said, you know, you know, know the way it was the zoo. And the guy looked at me. He was overhauls in his pickup truck, putting gas in it. He said, I think you got to get on the highway. And you got to hump it on the thing inside. So I I didn't know what the flying fuck he was saying. So I turned around to your mom and I said, Did I make a wrong turn? Are we in fucking Alabama? Because this guy's oh, not great. speaking. Now have the Alabama people. On. This guy's not speaking English. I don't understand what he was saying. Not to man, not to bust anybody's balls from Alabama, but this guy pretended he was from the South. You're from upstate New York, motherfucker. Look at the map. Okay, you're a bumper zone between New York City and Montreal. Shut the fuck up. But getting back to the story, um, it says that's when I noticed something walking toward our car. All eight of us saw the same thing—an animal of some sort. We went down. We went sixty down this off road with this animal on our back. Finally, we got back on the Clinton Road and got pulled over by a cop, and the animal disappeared. 
People say it's a hellhound of the Jersey Devil. All I know is it was not human. What'd the cops say? They don't have what the cops said. Ah, uh, see, that would, that's what you want to know. You want to know what the cops say. You want to say, did, did he say, you know, guys, look. My whole thing is how many cops do you see on Clinton Road on, on, on a point? Because every time I've been down Clinton Road, I've not seen, I've maybe seen like two or three well, cars. Well, th that would be my, when I fill out the application as for a West Milford police officer, I would put on here, I'd love to patrol, love to patrol. Uh, Clinton Road, absolutely not, not happening. Who the fuck's going to want that to detail at three in the morning? Uh, well, uh, well, this is a pretty long story. So, okay, hold on. This one, ah, ghost rangers patrol the forest. Ghost rangers. <laughs> That's going to be really tough because you know what's going to happen? The ghost yogis and ghost boo-boos now are not going to fucking want to get their picnic baskets. Okay, so the story is hanging out at the old castle was great. Much further up on the road, on the right, there that there are trails that go up the mountain to a lake called Terrace Pond. Yes? I don't know. Oh, you've never been up to Terrace Pond. I'm hey, sorry. Yogi, what's going on? Yeah, you don't you don't go off the off the trail, right? You... No, I don't even go on the trail. <laughs> so he goes, the pond was crystal clear and great for swimming. We used to camp up there and we had really weird occurrence that happened to us. We were camping one night around 1 a.m. and two park rangers noticed our fire walked over to us. They were concerned about the fire, drinking, etc. Oh, they were drunk. Uh, we asked if our uh, we asked if our vehicles would be okay where they were, and asked if they would be if they would be ticketed. They said that they were fine and no ticketing would be carried out. In the morning, we ventured down the mountainside and approached our cars, and they had two summonses on it, two summons per car. Uh, West Milford Police and Newark Watershed Authorities approached us, and we asked them about the park rangers that looked bewildered. And oh, and they looked bewildered when they saw when eh, we then told them that we were speaking with two younger men, and they were okay to stay in camp. Our vehicles were okay, and we would not be fined. One of the Newark Watershed Authorities replied, <clears throat> "Excuse me." What did these park rangers look like, and what were they wearing? We described their appearance, and the authorities told us that there were no park rangers patrolling the property anymore, and the two men we saw that, that night were killed on patrol in 1939. We did not know what to say. Did we imagine this? What was the... Why was the authority questioning the uh, description? Did he, not, did he know these men... Uh, did he know these men were when they were alive? Are we the only people that have encountered these rangers? Now it's done by anonymous. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Has anybody say done anything? research if these park rangers were killed? Uh, no. I, at least I haven't. Park rangers that are ghosts. I, you know, it, it does. I, I don't know. Maybe no. they were. Maybe they were. You know, it happens. I, I guarantee it does happen. Um, so I'll do one more story because we're, you know, I, I don't want to go too far. Um. But then I'll just read the titles of the rest of the stories that are on here because it's fucking great. It's like three three. I want to do a part two to this show. To Clinton Road? To Clinton Road, and there's a couple other things I want to get on because I like picking stories apart like this. All right, so uh, this one will be our last story for this, and we'll, we'll go with the second episode of uh, Clinton Road and stories because there's like three or four more stories that we can pick apart. So this one's called Clinton Road Rich, uh, Witches Can Crawl Inside Your Mind. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Yogi. Uh, it's the witches, this part. Not, not... Okay. So after high school, 
I started working in Shelton Hospital's emergency room. The night shift. One Saturday night, an ambulance brought... Shut up. One Saturday night, an ambulance brought a woman kicking and screaming with third-degree burns on her legs. She was high on heroin and claimed to be a witch. I asked the ambulance driver where they found her. They said, walking along Route 23 near Clinton Road. She was up there with a group of people worshipping Satan when they decided to throw her into a bonfire. <laughs> they yeeted this bitch into a bonfire. Well, did anybody see the bonfire? Again, uh... Did she have burns on her body? Apparently, they, they had she had third-degree burns on her leg. Huh. Oh, man. Um, so, after we gave her something to bring her down from her heroin high... She became violent to the point where I had to tie her down with restraints. She was yelling things like, my powers are too strong for you, and I'm going to crawl into your mind. Well, it must have worked because I have forgotten about her. Then how are you writing the fucking story? Mm -hmm. She forgot about her. Right. <laughs> it was a guy. It, it, it's, some of it makes you laugh. Some of it's like really retarded. You know, and, and and some of it's you know somewhere somewhere the, the truth is in there. I don't know if it's you know oh these God. people are really just fucked up or my powers are too strong for you. <laughs> All right, get out of the restraints, bitch. Yeah. All right, so now that, that's our final story for this. But the the stories that I'll I'll bookmark this page because I I love reading this shit. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the rest of the story times that we'll uh, tackle next week is mob rubs out and the head in the bag. How was Joe Pesci? Eight heads in a duffel bag, wasn't it? <laughs> and then uh, body bag on Clinton Road. Clinton Road is not a joke. And the Clinton Road cop. Those are the last four I, stories. Can you, I want you to come up with, with an article on there. Clinton Road is actually where Clinton and his wife bury their bodies. Oh. That's God. what I want. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, what are you looking around for? Because I'm trying to figure out where, you know, the Clintons are going to hide my body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's our story for this week. We're definitely going to do a part two because, you know, I don't, we're already at an hour and a half. Yeah. And I don't want to go anymore because it's really difficult to upload these long fucking episodes. And we don't want to put you people to sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, dad, we're going to be out. Good uh, job. Good job in this oh, episode. By the way, I just want to let everybody know for upcoming shows, we have a JFK special coming up that we're working on now. We're going to do it. We are going to do a, 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 an Abbott and Costello, more like a Lou Costello thing. We're looking to get some good, uh, a guests for that. Uh, the JFK special, we're going to have Judith Baker on. She's going to be, she wrote the book, Me and Lee. Um, and then we're going to do, we got a couple of exciting things coming up uh, that, um, you know, you guys will be, should hopefully be interested in. Um, we're going to be doing a line of, uh, uh, hats. We got some hats we can make with our logo on it. Uh, so, yeah, I just created a new logo. Yeah, so just uh, you know, just uh, subscribe to the website, subscribe to the, uh, to the web page, whatever the hell it is, Facebook, whatever. And uh, you know, we're just uh, we're just gonna try to keep this thing going and, and go as much as we can. Well, yeah, we're, we're you know, we definitely we're gonna have the um, the ranch episode. Yeah. Um, I definitely you know what I, I want to do a whole episode to Queen Mary. The ship. Okay. Yeah. And I definitely want to do a whole episode of Eastern State. Yeah. Because that one deserves a whole episode. Waverly Hills, though. Oh, yeah. Waverly, 
Eastern State. It, it's, it's Stanley. We can. Oh uh, fucking! We could go go on. You know, yeah, we, can Just, take we could take Louisiana by itself, and like. And it'll, we're going to mix it in with some lot. You know, each episode will have a little bit of, you know, what's going on now. And hopefully, one of these episodes will say we have found the cure for this stupid virus. You know, so uh, keep each other safe. And uh, uh, I mean, besides that, you know, we ha- we also have uh, we could do. You know, we're going to do a nine eleven episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if we're going to do it soon. We might do it later down the road. It might be like our tenth, eleventh episode, but we will go into the. Uh, uh, the shooting in Connecticut. That's, I know you're looking at me, but we, we can go into that, and you, we can do it all you all you want. But then we'll, we'll um, as a touchy subject with a lot of people. I understand that, but you know, if, if, as journalists or not journalists, because we're not really journalists, jerk offs. Yeah, as jerk offs, we have to post the boundaries. So, all right, we will we'll do it. You know what? I'm willing to do it. Whatever you want to do, like I said, like you know. Um, so, just uh, you know what we might do? We're gonna we're we're gonna do a, an exploration of Island Beach State Park in a week and a half. Mm, um, yeah, we'll have our findings from that too. We have a couple of trails. We're gonna do a video, and then we're gonna try to get up a video. Uh, we're gonna try to turn this into a video podcast. Uh, in the next six months, we're working on that now. So we're we're doing a lot of stuff. We got a line of clothing coming out. We got our hats coming out. We got a, all this stuff coming out, and. Uh, you know, stick with us because it's only going to get better from here. So until that time, stay safe and kiss somebody you love. Yep. Uh, and just remember, always ask the question, is it real? All right. Good night, everybody.